0: And welcome into another episode of Lessons in Product Management. My name is John Fontenot, I'm your host, and I am delighted to bring you another episode of Lessons in Product Management, the bonus series on why we should never assume anything. But today we're going to talk about why you shouldn't assume development effort. One, we're not developers. Two, if we were developers in a former life, we're not developers anymore. We're not the ones that have to do the work. So we shouldn't assume what it takes to do the work. Our skill sets might be different than our developers, even if we had former developer experience. So throw that out the window. You're not a developer, you're a product manager. Let's get over it. Moving forward, what should we do? Have open and honest conversation. Expect realistic things, meaning Hofstadter's Law, which states, things always take longer than you expect, even when you take into account Hofstadter's Law, by planning for things taking longer than you expect. Software development is where this is so visceral because you could be working with a familiar code base and just get stuck, right? Um, You could be working with third-party libraries, SDKs, APIs. You don't own those pieces of software. You might need help from that third party. We don't know. Things might break that you didn't expect to break, that you didn't account for. We're not perfect. Things happen. So let me tell you a couple stories. They say that the best experience is not learning from your own failures, but learning from other people's failures. So learn from a couple of mine. Once upon a time, I was working on a product, and I designed it, because we didn't have a designer at the time, so I had to be the designer and the product manager, which was fun, but interesting and and, uh, very tiresome. Besides the point, I defined a solution to a problem that I defined very well. And I designed it, uh, had the stories written, the acceptance criteria written, And I made some assumptions in all of that, and I failed to bring in our dev lead early in that process. Don't do that. Bring them in early. Save yourself a lot of time and cycles by bringing your dev lead in early once you've defined and prioritized the problems you want to solve. Don't do what I did and wait until you've done all the work and then have to redo it. So fortunately, I had a very strong dev lead that I was working with and he looked at me and said yeah we we could implement it that way um but it would take like a rewrite of the system and i'm so thankful he didn't um just say okay you're the pm i'll go do it it'll take a long time and i'm sitting there thinking like crap why is it taking so long no he said yeah i could do that or i could do it this way tweak it a little bit the results will be the same so at least i did a good job of articulating what the result was that we wanted but he was able to save weeks and weeks of work um, by challenging what i had defined and prioritized in terms of how it would be um, developed and and that brings up another point right as a pm we shouldn't try to define the how we should try to define the what and the why But the how really needs to be a collaboration between product, UX, and our dev leads. And we can really flesh that out if we get them involved earlier in the process and save us from making some key assumptions of how the system works when it's the developers that really know how the system works. So with that being said, on the flip side, um, this same developer uh, made some assumptions on, on his part. Uh, in another instance where we were trying to build out this new report, and you know I was working with our front-end dev primarily, and you know the APIs were there. The data was all there that we needed to pull down to the front-end. And there were some assumptions made by our dev lead about how accessible that data was through the API. And we assumed it would just work because things were there. But come to find out, the API wasn't really built to do the thing that we wanted it to do. And so when it came down to it, we realized that we had to refactor the API um, to actually get the information down to the front end. And so that was um, especially painful because we had kind of time blocked this effort under the assumptions of how much time it would take when um, that same dev lead, we kind of have shared resources unfortunately um, was queued up to work on something else. And so we didn't have time to actually do it. And and as of today, we still haven't done it because we made an assumption and, um, we may or may not have promised (laughs) that uh, this thing would be built. So we're having to deal with those repercussions. So again, don't assume, uh, ask those questions, make sure that, um, you know, you can actually execute on the thing that that you set out to execute by fleshing out some of those assumptions early, um, and and you know. You always want to trust your team, that they've done their due diligence. But just in general, make sure that you ask enough questions, and um, and make sure you don't leave stones unturned. And if you get answers like "Yeah, I believe so" or "Yeah, I think so," then those are the times where you go back and challenge and say, "Well, can we double check that before we dive into this?" Um, to try to save us some time, right. And then a third example that I mentioned earlier about you know third parties, right? There's other products I work on where we use third party uh, libraries. Yeah, and and it causes problems sometimes because the owner of those libraries will say that yeah it just works. Try out the the sample code. And it's like, cool, it works in the sample code, but it it doesn't work in our stuff. So like, what's the issue? And it takes unnecessarily long to try to suss through those issues because we're not using our own stuff. And obviously there's trade-offs there, but we can't assume that it's just going to be plug and play. It would be nice, but we can't assume that. And so, you know, we have pressure on us a lot of times with... um, my least favorite thing of arbitrary dates, right? We, we have a business to, to move forward and revenue typically works on a yearly basis so we understand time constraints, but it's software. And most of the time dates are arbitrary, except under certain circumstances where you need something by a certain date. But in a lot of cases, it's arbitrary. So we have to fight the fight of Trying to help the organization understand that we're working as fast as we can, but we can't. What we can't do as PMs is give premature dates or guess. We have to be able to hold, hold back the horses of sales, marketing, customer success, who's begging us for this feature that's going to win a million more deals for us, um, with the realities that we don't always know what we don't know until we know it, meaning that you know it's pretty much code complete and we've found bugs that we know we need to work on and we have a better idea of when we can release this thing, right, and so we, we have to find that happy balance. What we can't do is try to be people pleasers because that's not what we get paid to do. As PMs, we don't get paid to please people, we get paid to solve customer problems in a way that meets a business objective. And we don't meet any business objectives by setting false expectations or by putting unnecessary pressure on the developers who are working really hard to build the solutions that we've asked them to because we've decided that's what we need to do to move the business forward. So don't assume, H- have you know adult conversations about the realities of life and software uh, when you need to have those but but also you know make sure that your team your ux counterpart your dev lead make sure they understand the realities of the business objectives that you're up against too because you really sit in the middle of that right you're trying to solve customer problems that meet a business objective and so you have to hold both in mind and you have to make sure that even at a micro level the vision of how this thing you're developing is going to impact the customer. And if there are legitimate time constraints on that, make sure those are made known. You can't assume that your team understands the business objective, unless you've made that very clear or they've been involved from the beginning and you've made that clear from the beginning. So I hope this helps Um, learn from some of my mistakes if you've been in product management any length of time, you've probably made this mistake too and these stories probably resonate. But if you're newer or you're someone listening who's trying to break into product management, please, please um, pay attention to this Never Assume series. It's gonna save you a lot of heartache and headache down the road. And if you are an experienced PM, you're probably nodding your head right now. Um, and if you are, please share this. I, I would love to get the word out um, so that way The aspiring PMs who do listen to this podcast or aspiring PMs who don't listen to this podcast will get this kind of content um, to save their companies and their colleagues the headache and heartache that they will also feel if they don't take this advice into account. So thanks for joining me today and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Lessons in Product Management.